we're back. Job and the gun. Here we are. <laughs> and we're not in studio. I mentioned earlier this week we'd be returning to our traditional format, but we are not. It, it is summer between July 15th and August 15th, which I always say is, well, th- anything can happen. Anything can happen. People are out of town. You don't know what's going on. So we're it's again... It's a whirlwind. We're in Total. a bar again. And <laughs> I would say we're on a, pa- on a patio, but we're, we're close to a patio, just to, for, for audio production I'm reasons. the breeze. Yeah, coming. it's coming. You could feel it. There's some air movement. So... One of the lessons I learned actually recording at the bar, in a bar, was you have to be very careful with your audio setup. So we're sitting a bit away from the traffic and everything today, so I don't have such a nightmare when I post-production. But we also have... uh, I I feel it's it's apropos to call him a friend of the program now, because we have Mickey (laughs) Falk. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Thank you. Mickey is is joining us again. Uh, He is spending a little bit of summer in Vancouver. um, Always. Always. always, Every summer. And, a portion uh, of the summer. So we're lucky enough that he's agreed to join us for the podcast, spend a little bit of his his massive wisdom for us and a uh, few <laughs> yeah, insights. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be talking about that. Um, there is quite a bit of news on the macro front, though, so we will get into that a little bit first, and uh, Mickey might chime in a little bit on the U.S. economic numbers. Uh, being from New Mexico and everything, we'd love to get the American angle on that. Um, I'm not sure New Mexico is actually well, part of the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Some people think it is not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, exactly. You know, totally it certainly defend. is the 49th state. The 49th state. Among, yeah. among 50 in all economic uh, <laughs> parameters. <laughs> there we go. So we, also well, we always beat we always beat out Mississippi. Yeah, you know? there you so. go. There you go. And Texas wants to leave but can't. So there they right. Well, there's a saying. Uh, uh, poor New Mexico, so close to Texas, so far from heaven. Oh, there you go. That's a great quote. Who? <laughs> The reason we're talking about this is because gold made a significant move today. In the, I guess a lot of people would say in the wrong direction. Um, we saw a bit of a drop off to uh, we're at one thousand three hundred thirty-six dollars per ounce, which is not as I mean for gold bugs. I mean I've heard some guys calling two thousand dollar gold by the end of the year now. So that's yeah. kind of putting a little damper on their. Uh, their oh, that's uh, not gonna slow. Them yeah, down. no, that won't slow Come them down. Right? Um, so the reason behind this is. Uh, a, we had a uh, pretty strong U.S. job number come out, I guess, yesterday, early this morning. Uh, just, just to touch on it, it's non, non-farm payrolls was by 255,000 jobs, which is the second month in a row of really strong job growth in the U.S. So as we know, and anyone who's in gold will tell you, if the U.S. economy performs well, gold tends to go down. So as we've been watching, yeah, so it's uh, been a bit of a seesaw, so I'm sure the Federal Open Market Committee, who we talk about on a regular basis, will come out tomorrow and say they're going to raise interest rates next month, and then we'll see what happens, right? Meanwhile, Canada's economy is terrible. So uh, they put out a little bit of a, uh, a really poor jobs update. So while the U.S. is overperforming analyst estimates, Canada proceeds to severely underperform. So our dollar went down to, what was it, 75 cents today? I think we closed that again. So... All in all, a lot of crazy macroeconomic things are going on. Uh, the Bank of England announced more stimulus measures, so they don't look that good. They look like their economy's after the Brexit, so that may go, go up. Then the U.S. job numbers may go back down, so we're playing. I don't even know. It's not a very fun game for anybody, though. Um, so, yeah, so that's what was happening in the macro on gold. Uh, you might have noticed a little bit of a tank off today. Uh, silver has been flat, I don't know, for two months now? or It's been at $20. For, for for a significant amount of time, Mickey, do you have the number on you? 
Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. been at $20 more or less since uh, the 1st of July. 1st of July. And so it's, again, 1971 per ounce, so it hasn't moved. Uh, copper took a t- slight tick off, but it's been between 215 and 220 for around the same amount of time, probably around six to eight weeks. Uh, so copper Copper's in backwardation again, near term. So yeah. that probably accounts for the weakness right now. Right now, yeah. And there's also some banks putting out some fairly... Uh, bearish reports on copper oversupply coming up. I think I saw one from J.P. Morgan. He was always bad about that. But then a few other banks have been saying we're headed for a big supply deficit. So Or oversupply, sorry. Um, so, yeah, so that's where our commodities sit. There is a lot of random midsummer economic news coming out of the, the uh, central bank. So that's why your metals might be moving in your poor gold portfolio. Well, I'd also yeah. comment that oil oh, went yeah. below 40 bucks 40 again bucks on Monday. Now I bounced pretty good immediately but mm-hmm. close close a little less than 42 yeah. um, feeling there is that uh, there are a bunch of short positions yeah. that go closed out on profits so uh, probably the oil situation looks a little better going forward but once again you know we got this fears of a glut and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know there's record year in gasoline demand in the US, in the US and yeah. yet gasoline uh, in storage is the highest it's been in the 20 some on yeah some yeah. odd years so. it's a funny funny art market I, I personally were i a active player i would be long oil right now at 40 dollars. but i see it just seems logical to me that everything i've read over the midterm is pretty positive on oil i won't say anything about the poor coal guys i mean I, well I another, another issue on oil right now is uh it is strongly in contango for six months out, mm-hmm. which means now people can park it offshore and still make a profit on yeah. it. So yeah. that that could affect the the supply demand, demand equation going forward for sure. So it's interesting. So yeah, so that's we're sitting with uh, WTI right there. So probably good, at, better at the pump, but maybe not so good for your oil investments. So yeah, that's where exactly. we are this week. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to welcome Leslie back. Leslie yes. hasn't, uh, we've both kind of been out of town for a while. Um, as me- I mentioned last week, uh, I was on vacation, but Leslie's been working. So yeah, thank you well, for picking up the slack <laughs> in my ass. Well, I've just been like running around all <laughs> over the place. Do you really call that work? I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I know. It's I, like field of, trips. It, it never was. really yeah. feels like work that much. I got to look at rocks. Much. I yeah. got to hang out. I, I got to see some beautiful sights, meet some incredible people. So why don't you give us a rundown? Of where oh, I've been. Because I think all the listenership know where knows I'm at right now. The U- uh, the, from the Yukon forward. Because so, you've been to a lot of places since... Yeah, you were last on the show, I guess, right? Since we last ran uh, ran a full podcast, so I know. Yeah, let's. Uh, well, we let's had the Yukon, obviously, going yeah. up there, and you and I were both smashing that out. Yeah, that was a lot of good fun. Yeah. Um, after that, I went over to visit Great Panther Silver down in Guanajuato, Mexico, yep. which Robert. happens to lovely, also lovely, lovely place, Guanajuato. You know, it's a World UNESCO Heritage Site. Like, yeah. it was the most incredible thing. Mining there dates back to the 1600s. It's like walking into Spain. All the wealth that these miners got out yeah. of the ground, they dumped into churches and buildings and architecture, and it's just the most spectacular place. And I think they probably did it because they thought they were going to go to heaven for doing it. So <laughs> nowadays we don't really see mining companies uh, building yeah. <laughs> building churches so much. But but realistically, that was a kind of a neat operation to see. We went into their um, their site office where they were doing the milling, and it was right in the center of the city. I thought I was going to the hotel. 
<laughs> yeah, it's right no, in the it's, yeah, it's I've been there. to Wanawatu a couple of times. Yeah. Isn't it, the operation it, it some is of it right under, in the middle of the yeah. town? Some yeah. of the some of the underground it's workings all under, yeah. go under the town. Yeah. It's all under. And so yeah. they got like San Ignacio going on. They've got the Topia, Topia. So they've got that operation going too. That's a little bit outside of town. And we visited both of them. Um, they uh, had some issues, obviously, a couple of years ago with, like, basically some illegal miners came in and overthrew the whole operation when the silver price was going up. But they've rectified that now, and they've got armed guards, and everything seems to be, like, pretty good. They've got some solid like CSR yeah. initiatives going on. And it just seemed yeah. like a really good group when I was down there with them that really cared a lot about what they were doing and um, with the kind of jobs that they're providing for the people there. So they seem to be doing really well. Topia is like really kind of boosting them along. Now they were one of the companies that stayed in production when silver went to 15 bucks. Right? Yeah. So when you're down there, did you get a sense from them that the move towards $20 silver had changed anything for them operationally? Was there more economic ore? Were they doing more drilling? Like, well, was it, have I, they changed anything for them at all? Or? Well, I asked um, I asked um, Bob Archer about that. I said, you know, if, if we're going to see gold or silver go back up, are you going to start seeing illegal miners coming through Coming again? back again, yeah. And um, he says, no, because I guess, like, now that they've had that issue, they've all learned from it, and they've got the state on their side, and everyone's kind of aware of what can happen and how to, like, mitigate a situation like that. So there's, there's a better <laughs> understanding, because we all learn from mistakes and events that happen oh you hope past. you learn you hope yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, so, sometimes yeah. it takes more than one mistake but yeah. we, we do pick it up eventually yeah right. i wish i looked up their quarterly results before the show i'm actually just doing that right now yeah they so actually just came out yeah no but are they drilling there or is it because i remember i talked to them maybe last year and there was some promising sort of blue sky targets they had around wanawatu it's wanawatu there's always blue sky yeah. that that system just goes on forever but did they so they there were no drills when you were there they weren't like uh no no, one was no drilling. they were, they were just mining okay, and okay. Stuff, yeah yeah okay yeah. okay well, i had to look up their quarterlies because i just yeah. wanted to see yeah. what, what the operating uh results were so they uh they had um a drop in equivalent silver equivalent prediction not very much it was basically flat at about a million ounces equivalent which was composed of about five hundred thousand ounces silver and six thousand ounces gold and but their asic all in sustaining dropped 43% to US $7.19 yeah, really per wow. payable well, ounce pretty of silver. Good. So I don't know. I'd have to dig into what exactly they did to, to if it's just metal prices or whether um, they've been doing something as far as their mine sequence is concerned or something like that to, to improve that. I don't know if they're high grading the thing or what they're doing down yeah, there. Yeah, who knows? Uh, uh, all in really sustained yeah, yeah. More or less, what, seven, eight bucks, eight bucks an ounce. Yeah. So. You know, we all, or I know, and I'll say it for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, you got always got to all in it. sustaining costs yeah. is not all in cost by no. any stretch no. of imagination. No, no, no. But you can kind of use a rule of thumb on that. Add a few in a dollars. a well-run company, an all in sustaining cost, you add another maybe thirty to forty percent of that, and that's going to be the real cost of mining of the mining. metal. The cost of mining. The yeah, cost exactly. of mining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And nobody actually publish, the real, the, publishes that. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, you know, yeah, well, you, the companies don't. No. But, you know, I, yeah. I did it. Here's a little plug. About a year and a half ago, we did this thing called the real cost of mining gold and looked at seven gold miners and showed why and how they weren't profitable in the greatest bull market for gold we ever had from 2003 to 2014 yeah and and it's you know it's all these non-gap accounting measures mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. allows them 
to hide all this stuff yeah, till, yeah. till they have around. to write it down. It yeah. only shows up on a balance or, or financial sta yeah. statements yeah. as depreciation amortization mm -hmm. until they write it all off. So yeah. uh, no, anyway, it's, it's, but, but that's, a, again, that's right? a good, yeah, yeah, that's a really, uh, I mean, that's a pretty robust number. Oh yeah, with with a you, silver price at twenty bucks. Oh, it's solid. You know, and I was that, like, my that, first. They ought to be making money hand over fist. Well, right the first now. thing I look at is how much gold they're producing because they're obviously the gold. The if, if they qualified as a byproduct, do you want to uh, If they qualify, I mean, if that works in, then if they're producing enough gold, you know, is it a gold or a silver mine? At which point do you switch it? But but they didn't produce that much gold, so it's a, yeah. it's not that much of a. Not it that does, much. Yeah, and out. the other well, thing that silver companies. companies and I'm not going to pick out don't Great Panther names. for doing yeah. <laughs> doing this, I because I don't really know. But sometimes they do gold silver equivalents mm -hmm. and they calculate a gold silver equivalent and they'll use the ratio of the price. But that isn't that's not the right way to do it no. because no. you've got different recoveries on your gold and silver, you do especially, it on, yeah, especially yeah. in heap leaves. You need to right. do it on on yeah. recoveries yeah. and. And the companies that are really egregious in that are the polymetallic oh, companies, God. where they got to send this stuff to a smelter. Yeah, yeah, send yeah. to uh, resources and reserves based on prices. We just had uh, this conversation. Yeah, yesterday. we did. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, we keep on go on. No, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm we, did, we don't have it on the record this yet, because so. this is about NSRs. As far yeah, as, so as, as, as NSRs go, so Nicky's got some you good, know, good stuff if you're going to do a gold equivalent or silver equivalent or copper equivalent, you can't do it based on uh, even your mineral estimates, resources, your resource estimates, you should not do that in a polymetallic setting yeah. on current prices of the metal because that's meaningless. meaningless. What you've got to do yeah. is yeah. you take your recovery from the mill and then you get your net smelter return, which is oftentimes has not a whole lot to do with your recoveries and you apply those factors and then you can calculate a copper equivalent or a gold equivalent right. or exactly silver yeah, equivalent. Yeah, yeah and most of the companies do not do that i will add oh. leslie's familiar with my ranting on discount rates on the program and oh, mickey yeah. Yeah. fully agrees I think every single one of our podcast listeners are familiar with your rant yeah yeah the temper he likes a 10 percent minimum Oh my God! You I was nice. It you. should be the cost of capital. Yeah, What's the yeah, cost yeah. of capital? It's not Did five. we have this discussion yesterday? Yeah, we were having. Or, this or somebody was saying no, was the me. only yeah, the only me. way that you can run a five percent discount. I think it was you. Yeah, it was me. It was it was if it. you have a gold loan. Yeah, right? exactly. And yeah, who's yeah, doing yeah. gold loans yeah. anymore? Well, yeah. there was a gold loan done <laughs> today. Today, yeah, essentially, or yeah. Yesterday, mm -hmm. you guys are uh, just gonna have to arm but, wrestle it out. But go along. No, we agree. The, <laughs> we agree. No, yeah, we yeah. agree. Yeah, no. But uh, speaking of of uh, drilling and and re exploration and uh, delineation, Leslie's other visit was to Integra. Oh man! So you went to Lamarck, which is uh, I did. yeah, yeah, which is getting absolutely like an enormous amount of institutional money pumped into it. So they brought well, out they how, many really how many analysts did they bring out? Okay, so. 50. No, it was 50? 80. 80. They, there was 80 Oh, man, that's bigger than the Hathor tour I was on right before they got taken yeah. out. There was, like, the whole airport was, like, full of just analysts, and there was only, like, a handful of writers, and I was, like, the only non-newsletter writer there. So um, it was incredible. You know, and for me, going private out to jet, go check private out. Private jet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We oh, had yeah. a private jet. We had everything. Those guys had are to. promotional masters. Herd and cats and everything. We had our own group leaders and had flags we had to follow. Not quite like that, but... 
regardless, it was super cool because going to the Abitibi for me as a geologist. Was that the first time? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was basically like seeing your most favorite like rock band perform ever <laughs> because you know i grew up as well, a have young you not geologist. been to the carlin trend come on oh you know? i don't i well i'm a i'm a gold bug i love sheer hosted gold you know structural geology really yeah, jazzes me yeah. so you know learning about this stuff in university and then finally seeing it for the first time i was just like you know front row and center screaming asking for autographs from the um, rocks. <laughs> from the rocks. yeah yeah leslie stopped pocketing all the rocks yeah and you it's see cool. lots of fish hooks Fish hooks. You know fish hooks. No. We got geology. About? Transposed layering. Sheer oh, you're talking about oh, drag folds or something? Well, it's where they shear off the nose. Yeah, of the they pole. shear off. And they yeah, yeah. Fish and so you right. develop yeah, yeah. what's called a pseudo stratigraphy. Yes. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. This it's so true. The whole thing. While this this is advanced yeah. structural geology, this is what geologists take in graduate school okay. to learn about deformed rocks. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's a, it's and we key. call them fish hooks because they're, cool. they're 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 basically they're, shaped they're, just like that. They're yeah. uh, tight folds, meaning the the hinges are nearly parallel, and yeah. then they shear off the the That's axial right. plane, and you end up with something that looks yes. like a fish hook. Oh man, Mickey, you're my most favorite person. Well, <laughs> you, know you should that? just read. You, you should. I should just uh, next time I come up here, I'll bring my copy of Hobbes, Means, and Williams. Oh, dude, I have, is, <laughs> I have a copy. I have a copy of my apartment. Oh well, <laughs> go and read about transposition layering. Trans thank you Do so much. It. I love there you, Mickey. You I love transposition layering. People always oh, get yeah, so it, confused. Like it's betting. I'm like. Like it's not betting it's transpose you're in a shear zone anyway i can't even <laughs> this is way we too much so no 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 trust me we're the northern miner <laughs> somebody will love it somebody will love it and and what we bring to this show is balance so I, i'll bring the finance side and leslie sorry i got yeah. you off track uh, no this is oh, no, this good. is my this is my bread and butter but i, I will it. ask you i will ask you uh about integra <laughs> is that yeah. a they had that big uh, competition at PDAC yeah. that was really highly publicized. Yeah. Um, and B, I don't know what their, what's their drill budget this year. It's enormous again. It's huge. Fifty yeah. million. Oh god, how there. many how many meters? I know that one. They're testing one gold rush target. My question the is the Lamac Deep target is ten thousand meters from yeah. one single drill hole. So they're well, going to basically drill yeah. a kilometer deep hole and then they're going to parent. I will say. Off I, I have stories about Lamac Deep from tech. That yes, they drilled. They out. chased yeah. the hell out of that thing for a long time and i know some geos who worked on that for a long time and they, they couldn't went figure it out the wrong angle though well they they That's said they best said. of luck to you we worked on that good structural geologists that work for tech mm. and they were like good luck with it mm. but they like old guys they're like 75 now yeah so. it's, um, it's but, almost uh, like fly fishing it you is know, hey, the older you comparison. get the more rocks it's like the person seems more rocks win big program we, yeah, everybody knows got, knows the project fairly well they, they're really trying to find well they've, they've got triangle. enough mineable ounces yeah right now is that they've got triangle and they've been following these shear zones at depth and finding more and more of it yeah um but they they're going to be increasing that resource updating that resource pretty soon but yeah. they're also focusing on plug number four which is like 500 meters yeah. just right next by and so the premise is there is that the structures go all the way through triangle and into number four plug now when we were looking at the maps it looks like there is some structure going on between the two um, and the f structures at number four plug slightly a bit rotated, but not a big deal. It doesn't really matter because the gold is gold and it's going to be there regardless. But they're focusing on bringing up the resources at number four because it is a nice complement to triangle 
in terms of like beefing up the operation. Totally, yeah. And more bulk monobles sort of target. It's closer to service or is it? Yeah. It's a little different for the Abitibian. In fact, it's got copper and gold, right? It's got a really sweet target just like pretty much in town as well from the gold rush. No, it's like there's a Buick car place on top of it. <laughs> I swear to God, that does not sound. Buick. That's a good name. Yeah, well, yeah I have an old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a. I have a '61 Buick in my yard. There you so. go. Yeah. <laughs> but we, under we, it. we wanted to get into. <laughs> there you go. Under your car. Oh no. Well, I have to. I do have to say that I've got the, the world's <laughs> highest grade soil anomaly in my yard, which is underneath the pile of rocks that I've accumulated no. over <laughs> over 40 years. There you go. You know, the, all yeah. these yeah. hand-sized specimens, and they just go into a rock pile, and there's every metal yeah. known to man in that thing, and <laughs> high-grade stuff, too. So. Uh, sure, that will all make it work. So, uh, we're nearing the end of the show, but right. uh, I must, uh, for a moment, touch, touch uh, into our Yukon sponsorship. Oh yeah, cool. um, and, and I, ha- I, I uh, would love to mention the Yukon Mining Alliance, and we do thank them so much for sponsoring the show. Uh, we thank um, you guys so much. And uh, just a quick little, we, we like to slide in a little piece of Yukon news. What, what's happening up there today? Um, and uh, we're all familiar with Banyan Gold. Banyan, yeah, raising money. The, yeah, the Highland Project yes. raised some money. Um, they just released a new technical report on the project today. So it's been oh, I didn't today. see that. Yeah, I saw they're so raising money yesterday. But I didn't see that. And uh, they also appointed uh, Tara Christie, who we all know. Um, cool. uh, she's a yeah, we know a key figure in the Yukon. Big plus. She's the Christies awesome. Are big, I had a big. But old she's the president and CEO now. So cool. she's uh, congratulations. congratulations. Good. Congrats yeah. to so, Tara there. Yeah. So uh, there's a new. If anyone's interested uh, in Highland, um, well, do either of you guys want to give a little pitch on the geology potential geology up there? Well, the yeah. I you know I've looked at the project not on the ground, but yeah. with Tara. And Mark uh, Aranto, Aranto yeah. and Paul Gray, who's yeah. their uh, oh, chief, Paul chief geologist, yeah. smart guy. Yeah. And uh, it has some similarities to Carlin-type deposits. They like to compare it to Marigold, okay. uh, which is uh, right on the highway between uh, Winnemucca and Battle Mountain. Is uh, And a mine's been in production for, well... How long? 30, 30. No, this is Marigold. Oh, Marigold. Marigold mine. Okay, Old yeah, yeah. Cordex mine. Oh, gosh. Uh, Santa Fe Mining, who I worked for in yeah. the mid 80s. Silver early. Standard just bought it. Yeah, yeah. Silver Standard yeah. just bought this. So, yeah. so they like to compare it to Marigold. I haven't seen the rocks. I've seen pictures of the rocks, but it is broadly a Carlin type system. That's what they're And that's for. about yeah. what I know about yeah, it. Yeah, so that, interesting. So, yeah. You know, and they've got long structure and yeah. um, we'll see. So do take a look at uh, Banyan um, and, uh, yeah, and technical report just filed. So if you want to dig into it a little bit more on the technical side, just uh, head over to Get CDR. You savvy, can grab their yeah. stuff. Um, and just to conclude the show, <laughs> Mickey made a bunch of notes on gold, uh, gold quarterlies, because I, we had a conversation yesterday, and we were talking about uh, majors. So Gold Corp, Kinross, Barrick, and Ignico. And he just had some <laughs> quick hits that he wanted to share with us. Well, I've already shared one of yeah. them. That was about all-in sustaining costs. It, yeah, ASICs, and, yeah, yeah. And you look at Barrick. Uh, yeah. They're trying to reduce debt. They're trying to sell Kalgoorlie. Yeah. Uh, but this is what stood out with me with Barrick. If you take their quarterly production, you analyze that, it's multiplied by four, 
1.4 million ounces of gold projected this year. I don't know what their guidance their was. Guidance, I, yeah. I just took Q2 production and multiplied it times four. Yeah. That's down from 9.1 million ounces in 2011. And it goes back to the whole point about gold mining is a value, not a growth, not a industry, growth industry. Industry. Yeah. industry. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so Agnico Eagle um, oh. turned in a pretty good quarter. Um, here's the thing that struck me about them. 10% di dividend over the quarter. Multiply that by four. Yeah. That's a half a percent yield Yields. on the yeah. dividend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, not very many companies get away, you know, outside the gold mining business yeah. with such a skimpy little dividend. Little dividend, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold Corp. Uh, our poor a annual production down 27% yeah. from its high in 2011. And they're also uh, a couple of troubled mines. Oh, there. yeah. Cerro yeah. Negro, Negro and, and Penasquito. And Penasquito. Yeah. yeah. But they're, yeah. The, the corporate guidance is kind of uh, going on the idea that the, the kind of the saving grace maybe is increased production at Penasquito. Yeah. So I'm Which, not uh, who, sure. I about always that. thought they kind of wanted to get out of that area. Yeah. But who knows? Right? And uh, then finally, Ken Ross. Lost one cents a, sh a share. Yeah, yeah. Uh, At least with it an all-in sustaining more. cost, so yeah, this of is nine hundred and seventy-six dollars right. yeah, an ounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's assume Think of that, that in Q2 the average price they sold gold for was twelve hundred dollars. Yep. So once again, all-in sustaining costs are not the real cost. <laughs> it doesn't. Of I'm making the wind gold. Motion. It doesn't make sense. It, right. Well, it makes sense it when, when you go through yeah. the financial statements yeah. and figure out how they're really doing this. It's just a cautionary thing. It used to be all about cash costs and that didn't work and that became that enough people beat that idea into the, into ground, the ground that yeah. the gold miners the 10 largest gold miners in the world got together and they they cobbled together this thing all in sustaining cost but once again that does not tell the whole story no. on profitability of a gold mining no company. no cost so, like what do, we, what do we what do we call it? cost of mining gold the cost yeah, of an ounce of mining so, gold. yeah the real cost yeah. of mining gold yeah plug for me and uh, cypher research there you go go to our website yeah. watch the videos yeah. read the music it's a bit deep and yeah but, you know <laughs> here's the deal mining's a really hard business it is yeah. it's a tough business yeah and it's probably why i am much more in tune to buying and speculating in explorers and advanced explorers versus gold miners right well, but I'm a it. geologist. I'm not it. a mine engineer. Yeah, I, I this can is go a, run off. And, yeah, there's going to be some angry go, mine. Yeah. Go find someplace else to put drill holes. There's going to be some angry mining engineer phones. Me like, <laughs> you need to get a mining <laughs> engineer on no, your show. No, I love mining engineers. Yeah. You know, I have a, you know, I essentially have a degree in geological engineering. Yeah. I was an engineering major for three years in college. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, nothing wrong but with you engineers. But still know your transposition, Mickey. <laughs> And, and that, and that is a great place to end our show. <laughs> uh, this has been a phenomenal episode. We are uh, live on location in downtown Vancouver. I'm not, we're recording we're live. Recording. I've been told I can say that. 
We're recording live on location in downtown Vancouver. <laughs> this has been the Northern Minor Podcast. I am Matthew Keeble with my co-host Leslie Stoke and our very special guest. And I'd like to give props to Yukon Mining Alliance and Yukon government for sending me to a wonderful field trip. I saw eight projects in Yukon about three weeks ago, and it was just great. Mickey Fulp. Thanks, everybody.